Hi. Hello. This is Shin Garrett. Uh, I don't reuse these every time I do these, so I just record new ones. Uh, not the most, like, you know, whatever thing, words. Um, hey, try try spoilers this week. Um, again. Or maybe not. From, from last time we did try spoilers. I don't remember when. Um, I'm just doing this because I have to put this in and then upload the episode so it comes out. So, hey, you get Scattered Brain Garrett this week. Enjoy, question mark? Alright, so Garrett, you went to summer camp. Yes. The I band. Went, <laughs> I went to a summer camp concert, and when they were playing that one song that they did, um, there was nowhere a raffle. <laughs> yes, nowhere near. There was a raffle, and I won it. And I got these two... <laughs> necklace things that are not crest TM, but they're totally crests. So this one, and for some reason the text fits in here. I, I don't know why. I'll just go with it. This one says, does nothing for podcast. So this one's yours. Thank you. Thank you. And then, Obviously that fits with me. Right, exactly. I figured. so Because I do none of the work on the podcast. Right. That's the joke. Maybe you should have gotten the crest of explaining jokes. I don't know. Um, but this one I got is really weird. It's summon Nishindramon. Not sure. Don't understand. Hmm. Do you want to, do you want to try to make it work? Because obviously we have these digivices. We've just had those for a while now. Right, right, right. How, how do I make a crust work? So I think, see, see, mine's already glowing because I just personify not doing any work on the podcast. Right. I think. I think maybe you have to really feel the summoning, and then it'll glow. I think mine's broken. <laughs> or or do, do you think it's like a gacha game, where just like, I lose 90% of the time? Maybe, maybe. Do I need to like... Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again? There's a power... Oh, there is a power... Okay. So... I threw it at my desk. And we're gonna pretend that sound picked up. It and, did. and now it's glowing. All right. And now May's here. Hooray! Being distracted by flatmate. All right. Ready to go? I'm ready. Ready? Let's go. The Digi-volution is up and running. Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know it was coming? Our Digi-destiny, it starts today. Let me hear you say Digimon. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. Digimon, Digimon. Yay. It's his favorite hobby. I, I hope I didn't dent my desk, but that's all right. <laughs> it, it was actually a fidget spinner that I threw. It was the closest thing near me. Uh. Um... So you're saying the crest was nowhere near you? Hey. How crestfallen. So this is a podcast. <laughs> this is going digital <laughs> colon a Digimon recap podcast where I'm Shin Garrett. I'm Sporky. And I'm May. And this week we introduced the thing where we do skits. Right. And also we didn't watch an episode. Right. Why didn't we watch an episode? 
Because this week, we're reviewing all of Adventure. Cool. So we had to watch all of the episodes, all again. Fuck. Oh yeah, did you not do that? <laughs> no, I didn't get the memo. Oh. Well, shit. I also have the quest of not sending memos. <laughs> Six out of ten would recommend. <laughs> Fans of the genre only. <laughs> Needs more water. Needs more dark ocean. Needs so much more dark ocean. There should just be dark ocean all the time. It does have a depression cave, but, you know, they put Matt in it and then didn't just leave him there. The depression cave's kind of bad. Yeah, I like it as an idea, but it wasn't well executed. Which mm, I is, agree. I think, I think gonna be my opinion of this season. I mean, they also put Matt in there, which is the other problem, because Matt's a bad character. Yeah. You know what should have happened? Matt should have died and it would have been very tragic. That would have been tragic. But, you know, on, only in that we we can pretend that he was always a good guy. But as a season overall, I feel like it definitely does its job and it sort of introduces you to Digimon and it is like, it, it it's where Digimon started and it sort of, it, it grew from there and it took ideas from this first season and, you know, if anything didn't work, it abandoned the idea, like, you know, decent female characters and then just, you know, ditto too. But I feel like even though, like, Adventure's, like, more or less just an o- like it's an okay season, and I feel like a lot of people say that it's the best because of all the nostalgia, and it's just, it is just okay. It's not bad, but I feel like it does yeah. sort of, st- like, it, it sets, like, the very baseline. It sort of sets, this is what a Digimon season is, and it's very basic, and I feel like that's a good way to start a new franchise, especially if you want it to be an ongoing franchise, you want to expand it. You don't want to try everything all at once. And I feel like each Digimon season tries to be very unique in that it sort of expands on this original season that the first season does, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I I, I definitely like it, and it does do a good job of, of setting it, and I'm glad that it did well enough that they kept making Digimon. Yeah. Like, I actually feel like... Uh, a lot of adventure, and I guess this uh, holds true for Zero Two as well. Like some of the episodes, I feel are a little bit on the boring side because it's pretty basic. But yeah, I, f- I I still enjoy it. It's a show about fighting that does not seem to want to be about fighting. Hmm. Adventure doesn't know how to fight good. That's pretty true. Yeah, I mean. I think back about what the fights were, and they just clearly didn't have enough budget to really do them because, like, the first what should have been a really cool fight uh, that I can think of would have been back in like nineteen with when we first got Metal Greymon. Mm, that was a good episode, and that fight lasts four seconds. Yeah, but I feel like it it's only a good lasts, episode. It only lasts four seconds because there's so much content in that episode, and I feel like sure, but you know. <laughs> Like I had that sort of like feeling to a lot of Atmon episodes where in really good episodes they only had fighting for about four seconds, like in the Metal Greymon episode, because they had so much content. And I feel like those were always and th- this rings true for all of Digimon, is that the good episode is the one where not necessarily is all about fighting. Like it only has the the last bit of the episode or the climax that has the fighting, but the rest of it is a good episode like remember in playing games how the only part of the episode that has fighting isn't even the main story it's the kids fighting kiwimon oh yeah definitely 
behind the scenes. Like it's it's not even the main point of the episode. Or in Flower Power, which is probably my second favorite adventure episode, is that there is a fight at the end, and it's Lilymon and Dark Tyrannomon, and then Lilymon and Vamdemon. But for the most of the episode, we just see interactions between the human children and their families and the Digimon and sort of like all these nice little interactions that we don't really get in the rest of the season. It's sort of got this uh, growth between the characters and them interacting with their their parents and their families. And then, oh, in the last couple of minutes, it's, oh, it's a Digimon episode and Mimi gets an evolution. And that that, that those two are my favourite episodes and they're not really like fight focused and i guess probably the metal graymon episode might be also one of my favorite episodes it's definitely up there yeah it's a really strong episode yeah um especially if you think of it as a two-part yeah and it is like it's got an that interesting story of um you know he's he's just realized oh if i make a mistake i'm going to die i've just been acting impulsively because i didn't realize it was real yeah and you know he has a conflict and it's really interesting to watch Mm -hmm. and then they forget that happened Oh, yeah. A little bit. Ty really had a good, strong arc there for a bit. I just wish, like, it would have been fairly formulaic. But I wish that, like, then they'd gone. Okay, now somebody else just gets four episodes. That's just about that. Yeah, and I, I have sort of iffy feelings about the whole Edamon arc because it's very much just Taichi's arc. Yeah, and you know, I don't think it's bad for that to happen, but it's annoying that he's the only one it happens to. Uh, Yamato more or less gets an arc. That's true, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing with Digimon. Two people get stories, and the rest of them can go fuck themselves. That is Digimon.txt. Mimi and Joe, like, almost got an arc, and I feel like that would have been a really interesting thing to expand upon, the whole Digimon army, but I felt like that whole thing fell flat. Mimi secretly got, like, an arc throughout the entire show. Mm. A little bit, yeah. Um, but the the army in particular was a really poorly executed plot thread. But the evil man. It's so cool. But the evil man. But no one cares about the evil. I care. <laughs> they they used uh, the army at that one point, and it made it know, all between, worthwhile. The, between the evil man and then... Lilymon not being able to carry Mimi. Oh, I th- I'm pretty sure that they did that because it was the, the stock animation of Lilymon's attack, and they didn't want to alter that, so they, that's why she no, had to no, be thrown so, in the air. So the, there's a bit before that. that. Her throwing Mimi is amazing. Oh, God, it's so good. It's the best part of that episode. Mine is, like, the Izzy heart-to-heart. But the reason that Mimi isn't there for the fight against Paimon is that Lilymon can't carry her and then while she they're does. climbing Spiral Mountain. Yes. I'm pretty sure she does like carry her multiple times. It's just an excuse to make a fat joke. Yes. I feel like it's a lie. Yeah, like A A like Amy's a good girl. Mm. She's the best girl. And she's been walking for months. Like and you know it's something people don't talk about is at the start of the season she was complaining they were walking and then by the end of the season she probably how how far must she have walked to find that army? Like, 100 kilometers? I don't know. And she doesn't complain. It's her thing. She's like, we're going to need an army. And she's just walking around. And she's not complaining. And it's just... She just does it. Exactly. It's great. It's such a great growth behind the little girl who was crying and saying, I don't want to walk anymore. Oh, can I be carried? Oh, I'm hot. I'm tired. Like, the complaining girl. It's just... Yeah. No, I love it. It's just, why don't more people love Mimi? She's so... She's such a best girl. She's... 
She's the best character. She is the well. I mean, Izzy's also pretty good. No, yeah, I maybe mean, best character in Adventure. I'm, I'm being dumb. Yeah. Um, I think there, maybe, there are other good characters, but they're Ma- all Maki is maybe better written for Adventure, but uh, you know, not a better person certainly. Yeah, we haven't seen the conclusion of what <laughs> happens with Maki. Yeah, like, they... but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, me too. But on the other hand, me three because it's the only good part of Try. Try has proven that they can retroactively make other things bad. Well, hopefully, they hopefully it all gets perfect in the final part because I, uh, I I'm feel like surprised that Try has not pulled uh, what most of these you know weird release movie things did and just go oh yeah we actually need a seventh movie. They might. You never know. I wouldn't be surprised if. You know, maybe the day, de- like the day it's released, like after the showing, they say, "Oh, and coming next, uh, chapter seven, zero two kids, or something to do with zero two kids." And it's still not; it's t- sort of not technically try. It's like a continuation of try. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Quad. Yeah, quad. I mean, I'm not the person. I'm not the type of person who's like, "Oh, where are the zero, zero two kids?" Because they're obviously not part of the story. Uh, they're obviously kidnapped, but they're obviously not yeah. part of the story at this point. I wanted something. Like, yeah. they didn't have to be involved, but the weird way in which, like, people don't say their names unless they're Ken. Mm, and even then, like, <laughs> they said, oh, it's Ken, but they didn't say... Yeah, nobody's surprised. Mm. They just said, so, oh, yeah, it's I mean, Ken, that's, yeah. The weird way in which it was handled is the only complaint that I have. I don't care that they're not there, I just want to know why no one cares. Mm-mm. Um... Yeah, Trez, Trez bad now. I still have faith. Yeah. Because Fucking movie five, even if movie six is good, five is just is just not going to be. Man, yeah. I still haven't watched movie five. Uh, do, uh, yeah. Okay, so I whenever someone says they haven't watched movie five, I just say watch the last part. Because that's the only one that's relevant. Yeah, the first five minutes and the last five minutes are really strong. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to go see it in, in theaters when, oh, it, when comes it comes out, out in a couple yeah. months. Well, it's not coming out here in theaters. Sorry. I haven't seen any of the dub yet. My part two uh, di- uh, Blu-ray just shipped yesterday, so I should be getting that on Monday, which ex- is exciting. Neat. Part two is part two's probably my favorite part. Um, Part three is probably my favorite, but part two is definitely the second. Two and three are both good candidates. I mean, technically, the first five minutes of part four is my favorite part, but... Yeah, I was just about yeah. to say that that was yeah. uh, that's probably like my highlight. Like that had so many emotions, and especially because it's something that I've I remember knowing about the original kids when I was a kid watching Adventure, and I was always like so interested in them, and to finally have them, and that, and even though yes, it was mentioned in the novels that the Holy Beasts were the original kids Digimon, it's just so nice to see it, and the whole yeah, well, the whole transformation and the music. And it wasn't clear how canon that was. Yeah. So that, that's really cool. I like that they've basically just said, yeah, the novels are right. Yeah, which means... Good, because the means, novel fixed when Lilymon showed up. Yeah, I was to just about better. to say that Togemon evolved in Shogun Gekumon's ca- uh, castle. That's such a better choice. And that's yeah. what... It, like That episode would have been probably my favorite if... We need to do another novel episode soon. Yes. Oh, yes, there's more of that. You're going to read it for us again, right? Sure. I mean, I own the novels, but uh, my Japanese is bad. Yeah. 
And if we ever actually, and we've been sort of vaguely talking about maybe starting a Patreon someday, I could I could see making the novels into a a donation thing. The Patreon sure is the joke, dream joke, joke dream. <laughs> That's not like the first episode of uh, Going Digital. I remember. Yep, we've been making that joke for a year now, but it maybe would actually happen someday. <laughs> maybe you don't when we have that untitled second show. Yeah. Well, it's a good way to get funding for the podcast. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things that Lost in Translation one couldn't have done without the support of people. Definitely. I mean, the the mixer really improved our quality. That would be good. One day I'll get a mixer and a new mic stand. God, I complain about this mic stand off air every episode. Cheers. True. And now I'm just doing it on air because I can for once. Um. So adventure, like the so adventure. I think like my biggest issue with adventure is a combination between its pacing and not knowing what parts to make longer. Mm-mm. Yeah, definitely. Because um, there there are a lot of parts that could have been shorter. Um, I think that first arc. Yeah, you know, the first arc's probably like the most boring part. You could have you could have doubled up on some of those. Mm. I don't know. Like I'm fine with like the first thirteen or whatever being that. I guess. Like, I didn't think that was... I don't think that's as bad as what it does later on. Uh, you know, as a one-time thing, I guess it's fine. In retrospect, I still think they could have doubled up. Um, finding the crests could have taken a lot less time. Mm. I feel like I feel like I give the first, like, the first arc the benefit of the doubt, because, like, everything's a 12-episode series to start with. That's true. Um... I don't think it's ever been said conclusively if they knew they were getting more than oh, you know, the 12 it, it was, or 13 episodes. No, that, that's, a, that's a myth. They It was always meant to be like a full 54 episodes uh, series. Huh. Weird. Cause Even I with that, though, I feel, like, I feel like anime in general, kind of just the medium, really likes that kind of introductory arc. Mm. That's true. But also, it does introduce us to the mechanics and the sort of the things we're going to be seeing in the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there is some good stuff there. Um, the way in which the world opens up in, you know, episode 15 or whatever is, is sort of weird. Just, oh, hey, by the way, there's a there's server over there. Yeah, I mean, the real, the real tragedy is we never visit the SCSI domain. Damn straight. I just want Depression Cave. Depression Cave yeah. is real good. And I, I think I, I've spoken about this on uh, my own podcast before, but uh, I really, like, I like linking the Depression Cave that Sora experiences to Sora's character song, where she basically describes that she has depression, and it's really heartbreaking for a 10-year-old to be talking about that. That's true. Uh, yeah, so Sora's part in the Depression Cave is pretty good. Uh, disagree. It could have been better. I mean, it was rushed. Like, I feel like the whole Depression Cave uh, could have been longer bits in the season, but uh, I feel like it was just put down to time restraint and everything was only an episode long and it should have been longer. Because it's interesting. I didn't like how she was quote-unquote rescued by, by Yamato and yeah. Joe. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't like that either because also Yamato had his own issues and it was pretty much solved really quickly like he should just go away yeah i i really feel like it would have been better if they had just done one 
person in the depression cave. So I, I feel like Yamato shouldn't have been in the depression cave. I should have just. I think it should have just been just Sora, and the time that Yamato spent was just doubly Sora, and then she saves herself because she's strong. Yeah, or PM on helps definitely. Right. You know, oh yeah, maybe Joe comes in right at the end because you know it's cool to be able to rely on your friends. Yeah, I mean, Joe's fine, as long as it's not Matt. Yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah. Joe would be a good character to help her because he's the, you know, he's the gro- he's the older one. He looks after them. He was there, wasn't he the counselor at the start? Yeah. Uh, no, he was the, the group leader. Yeah, the group leader. Yeah, not counselor, probably, like, two, probably, yeah, they're probably older people to be the counselor, but no, like, a group leader, like, to help out. Like, he could have had that, that senpai thing going on. Yeah, definitely, because they really dropped that. Nobody treats him... With any respect after about episode 15. The only person who did was, and who probably still does, is Mimi. Like, in the original, she was always saying, oh, Joe Senpai, and she was definitely following after him, like, she, and relying on him as a Senpai. And that sort of does continue. Like, they go along with each other to build the army. That's and why they ship that couple in the movie. Now I'm they being sure given MMs. They do. I mean, they also, I mean, they also continue it and try, too, to be fair. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, they only ship it in the dub of the movie, if I remember right. Well, well, no, I mean, like, just in Try, it still pairs them off together. That's true. Like, it doesn't have to be in a shipping way. Yeah, yeah. We all know Mimi has her nerd already. That's true. And it's not Izzy. She has three nerds. Who's the third one? Joe, uh, Mako, and Kotaro. Yeah, I guess Joe. Uh, Joe's a bad nerd, though. He's more of a geek. <laughs> Look, I love Joe. I used to like not like Joe, but then I realized as I got older that I am. I am like Joe a little bit. I think we're all a bit like Joe. Sure. I think we are. I think I think Rachel said that one time, and I agreed with it there. So mm. I continue to agree with it. Uh, I just I feel like Joe never never gets his his correct arc. Mm. Yeah. Like I think any Joe moment is like. Eh, there hasn't been something where I'm like, yes. Oh, the stage this, play. This is good. Joe being great. Watch the stage play. Yeah. Me, I mean, Mimi's still the best character in the stage play. I should make time for that. I haven't ever seen those. Well, um, Onke did the, the fan sub. Oh, yeah. I should check in with her. I haven't talked to her in forever. She's my senpai. You're also my senpai, though, Sporky. I have, I have many Japanese-speaking senpais. Well, that's nice. But uh, yeah, definitely the stage play. Uh, it's probably the, it's better than all of Try. I, I feel like that's great. It's like the most obscure thing of Digimon is where Joe gets his moment. Mm-hmm. But Mimi's still the best in the whole thing. That's true. I mean, that is eh, possibly. I, I need the consensus finished on Maki. Yeah, that's, that's true. Well, I wish Shikari had gotten more. Mm. Hikari is kind of just like the stepchild they forget about. A little bit. Uh, oh, she gets good moments in Zero Two. That's true. Like my favorite moment in Zero Two involves Hikari and Taichi. Not enough, but yeah. Am I allowed to talk about that moment? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Uh, there's a there's a moment uh, fairly late on where they decide to. They're, they're Taichi and Hikari sitting in their room. And they're saying, look, we need to tell these kids that they have to kill Digimon because we had to kill Digimon. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And is a bit like the sh- they're, they're amazing shadows to show it's a really dark scene. And because all the kids are like freaking out because there's all these Digimon that are actually trying to kill people in the real world. And Hikari and Taiji just sitting there saying, we always had to kill the Digimon because we had no choice. It was them or us and we had to kill them. We have to tell these kids. They actually did kill relatively few Digimon though, especially Hikari. Oh, they had to like... They had to set out to kill Digimon, like t- like uh, the Seijimon and the Kuagamon. Yeah, they had to be willing, definitely. Like that Kuagamon did not survive. I'm pretty sure. Like it fell off a cliff. I'm pretty sure it died. I'm um, pretty sure Seijimon might have died. The yeah, all of the Dark Masters did. All the Dark Masters, basically anyone who was threatening them, they had to they had to kill. And the Zero Two kids don't really have to. They just destroy the Dark Ring, or yeah. They just have an argument with the Digimon. Or it's not a real Digimon. Yeah, or it's not a real Digimon. But when it becomes real Digimon with real emotions who are just evil, and they're just sitting there saying, we have to tell these kids to ki- that we have to kill Digimon, and they don't want to. That doesn't really come to anything, which is, is unfortunate. No, they, they end up killing some Digimon on uh, the Demon Core. That's true. But, like, it's weird that they didn't have that conversation, like, ten episodes sooner. Mm. Yeah. You know, there should have been a struggle with that. Instead of D- Digimon does have the annoying thing where they set up a problem and they always solve it within mm. typically the same episode, sometimes the next episode. Like there's yeah. not so much foreshadowing. And I think that was just a product of the time. Mm. Serialized structures like that just were not very common. Digimon gets better at it, though. It does. Um, man, Atmon's so good. I'm mm. so excited we're starting Atmon. So it's the best. For me, it's it's the best season. I haven't told repeatedly Atmon is the best. You will find out soon. Like, it's better That's than Tamers. True. Better than Savers. Um, Eri might be overtaking Mimi as best girl. She's definitely in the running. Mm. Like, Mimi, Rookie, and Eri are my best girls. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But Eri, like Eri's arc, actually made me cry multiple times, and I, no other Digimon character has ever given me that effect. Yeah, that's true. The, the contest. Oh. Mm. I, I won't spoil because I know a lot of people haven't heard it, especially Ga- uh, Garrett here. But... Everyone, go watch mm. Atmon. Mm. I'm, I'm waiting so for when we do it in the podcast. Yeah, that's my excuse. Want to talk about how crests are bad? Sure. Crests suck. Yeah, a little bit. But let me let me actually like I- explain explain this because the joke is to just say that. But like, I think the whole arc with it is really poorly done. Because when did it ever mean anything to get to find your crest? Finding them was literally nothing. Um, I think only ties really had much of a connection to. To the thing, um, kind of like uh, jo- uh, Koshiro and Yamato. Yamato finds it with a friend. Koshiro finds it because he is curious and he's like looking it up. Okay, all right, I can see that. And they find a well of curiosity. TK just gets his. Mimi gets hers in a cactus. I love it. Okay, that's true. It's not related to what it is, but it's it's cute that it's in a cactus. And the yes. the episode is almost is sort of Mimi focused. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Soros has to be rescued by someone that loves her. Uh, I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. Mm. I don't even remember how Joe got his. Oh uh, no, Joe's um 
he ba- uh, it's in the Skull Greymon episode, and when, he when they're, tra- just kind they're of trapped, there. no, but it's sort <laughs> well, yeah, of almost when they're like trapped, they find it. He yeah, pe- but he's the I reliable mean, one, and he helps all his friends get out. I, you can make him work, but mm. <sighs> those yeah. stretches are a bit much. Mm. Yeah, I really uh, like the novelization version of Ty getting his, where the the crest actually just flies out from behind the waterfall and hits. Uh, the Digimon that's attacking him in the stomach then flies into his hand. I'm more into that. Yeah. I don't know, just like the crest arc I think is just kind of poorly done. I I think that's the worst part of Digimon. I think like that arc is just the worst. Especially to to turn around and then at the end go and they weren't really necessary. Mm. And for O2, the, oh, and now the crests don't work because of a thing that happened off screen that we're not going to tell you about until, like, episode 40. And in yeah, Shrine, the things that don't work, work that didn't work before because they were destroyed. Why do they work in Try? We don't know. They just do. They're not, it doesn't look like using crests to evolve. I mean, are we still using uh, uh, Mon's power? Maybe. That, that was always my explanation. I just but does that work after the reboot, though? Mm. It shouldn't, no. The the reboot kind of just breaks all of the theories. Maybe they're passed back cause... to them. Like, uh, because they no longer seal because a reboot. Pokemon. <laughs> and that means a Pokemon's coming back? No, not a Pokemon, uh, the... I can't remember, what was the... What, the reason of the losing the crest was just to put a layer over the digital world, which lasts, like, two years. I can't remember. Yeah, it was some kind of we need. Oh, maybe it was to bring back the holy beasts. Maybe it was something to do with them. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's been so long. I don't really remember it, and they didn't explain it well in O two. It was basically just to nerf the uh, the main kids, basically. Yeah, they they finally near the end realized. Oh, hey, it would have made a lot more sense if we just had you know any of the ultimates running around. Why did we need these armor dudes? Especially after we dealt with the, the towers. Mm. Yeah, because blah blah blah, power creep, blah blah blah. Yeah, because O2 actually has, you know, a, a, a makes a point of going, oh yeah, if they evolve outside of the tower's influence, they're fine. And so Greymon, who can now just stay Greymon forever, just protects a wide area. But he never goes to Metal Greymon or whatever. Mm. And they did eventually explain that, and maybe that was always in mind, but it, they took a weirdly long time saying so. Yeah. But we'll get to that. We will. Um, we'll probably cover some of that in the Rio game stuff, just as long as we're covering things chronologically. Oh, yeah, there is Rio game stuff too. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, just like between like. I guess the crest arc kind of because it's like the Edamon arc and like even like the world arc is still pretty much the crest arc. And like Oh the, yeah, definitely. Like the Venom Bionismon stuff has its issues too. Mostly the thing that like there's maybe two episodes out of the entire arc that are actually needed and the rest of them are kind of just filler and a waste of space. A little bit. Some of it's good filler, but you could get rid of. You could definitely compress that down. I mean, what do you need other than like flower power? The episode with uh, with Matt TK and Pumpkin Man and Gatsuman. Yeah, and then 
the episode where she where uh, Hikari gets the crest. Yeah, so it's like three out of like what? That's like I feel like it's at least Eight-ish? six episodes. Yeah, because um, they spend a lot of time not knowing that Hikari is the eighth child. It's an annoying off. Like a lot of time. And like, oh man, remember the stuff they start to do with Sora's mom that we never get to come back to? Man, mm. I wish we saw more of that. Yeah, I feel like that was just dropped. Um, more of Matt's dad would have also been good. Yeah, Matt's dad's great. I So we were talking about this, you know, was it just last week that we mentioned that we, I would so be up for a Digimon Zero? I want Digimon season the 80s kids. I think that was even in the last episode, the episode before last, and I would completely, I would love that. Oh, yeah. Matt's dad as a kid. Maki and uh, and Daigo. Just, just... Thank you, Gracie, for knocking something over. She wants to be on the show, um, too. She's she on al- the show a lot lately. She also That's wants um, a Digimon Adventure Zero. That's true. We all want Digimon Adventure Zero. So Gracie keeps running off with my Digivice. It's getting very annoying. Mm-hmm. So is Gracie just, like, canonically uh, Miko. Miko now? Sure, why not? We did it. Um. So, speaking of cross, we should read this email. I, I couldn't think of a clever segue to get over emails, to it. Emails, emails, emails. This time it's not a Serg email. We got yeah. a regular old-fashioned fan mail. And that is a rare occurrence. It is. People of the internet, fix that, please. Yes. Minus this wonderful person who already did. You're off the hook. Yep. I mean, feel free to do it again if you want to. Yeah, I mean, also also true. Do you want to read this one? This one has, like, words and, like, probably should be read properly, so not by me. Um, my contacts fell out about five minutes ago. Oh, so that's no. wonderful. It is. I guess I am reading this then. Um, so this is from Austin, and I won't say their last name, because yeah, that's do that. fine. Um, so anyway, it reads, Hey, Going Digital Podcast, that's us. Um, that I, I added that part. Anyway, um, with your coverage of Season 1 coming to an end, I thought it'd be fun to share my in-depth thoughts on the crusts and some of the traits they symbolize, as few of them are straightforward, but some of them are a lot more vague. Yep. Um, nothing particularly concrete is said about the crest, so it's fun to bounce ideas about them with others and give them a more substantial feel. Also, I really enjoy your podcast and have a bit too much time to myself. Same. Um, so, it starts, um, courage, love, and knowledge. All, the, all of these are pretty self-explanatory. Bravery in the face of danger, caring about people you are close to, with the, and the ability to show it. Um, and... And an intellect to look for an answer when you don't know it. Um, they do need a necessary direction and reason to be manifest properly, as evident with Skull Greymon. Yeah. We need we need more oh, of just more of that. Yeah, more more bad evolutions. We did get one more, but I mean more bad evolutions than aren't a Yugami family trait. That's true. Yagami, sorry, whatever. Uh, after the email, we should have a little bit of a. We've already done a little bit of try spoilers, but we can uh, we can do yeah. some. I new mean, spoilers. We're already going to have to put a warning again. That's fine then. But anyway, we can finish the email before we talk about that. Yes. Um, 
So then it goes on. Friendship, uh, the most generic name given to a crest and the hardest to really qualify. But I think the crest would best manifest as a desire to, to treat all your friends equally and to expect the same from them. Uh, Matt Yamato very obviously does this, but the pushback dynamic with Tai Taichi showcases their abrasion a lot more with them than any of the others. Plus, when Tai doesn't respond to how he expected to in try, Matt takes it very personally. Um, the Davis Daisuke doesn't hesitate to welcome Ken into the fold because he sees Ken as a kind person chosen by the crust of kindness and instantly goes, cool, you learned your lesson, right? So let's get the past behind us and move forward because you're our friend now. Oh my god, like, I think Davis is just like secretly Gentaro from Kamen Rider Forze. Ooh, okay. We're, we're going to explore yeah. this more in O2. You should tell us who each of the common writer, or each of the characters is in common writer at some point. I, oh, I can do that. I could definitely probably do that, except there's no good female characters in common writer. So we run into a problem. No, the one with the hair can be Mimi because nice hair. I think it's well, in... the hair is Kentaro. We, we just, I just literally said he's Davis. No, I, no, I, I think, I don't think, um, it's from Ooze, I think. No, W, I don't oh, know. Oh, Ankh? I think so. We might have to expand out into Sentai for the girls. We could do that. Oh, speaking of which, you need to watch Lupin Ranger with me. The aesthetic is just A+. Plus. All right, fair yeah, enough. I mean, Ankh. Nice hair. I like his hair. A+. Plus. He does have good hair. Um. Anyway, where was I in this email before I got distracted by Toku? <laughs> um, friendship. We finished talking about friendship. And I, I Yes. Yeah, we talked about friendship. Uh, reliability. I use the English name both to avoid confusion, and I think reliability is a more accurate description. What's the Japanese one again? Purity. Mm. Wait, no, reliability. Uh, yeah, no, no, reliability is sincerity. Purity yeah. is uh, sincerity, sincerity. maybe faithfulness. Okay. Honesty. Reliability is the better one here. I, I agree. Eh, that's It's a pretty accurate description, even if I think the dub sometimes tries a little hard to talk about how reliable Joe is. Good old reliable Joe. Yep. Um, anyway. You might um, call him Old Faithful. No, 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 no one calls him that. Okay. Um, both Joe and Cody Iori are shown to understand when they are needed and frankly when they are not. Um, Joe shows insight to both plan for the best and prepare for the worst because no one's plans to get hurt or lost but it does happen and it's better to have first aid than to not and to not need it than the other way around while cody never says it he does want to be the one people turn to when they need to talk about things a trait he clearly picked up from his grandfather counterpoint joe's idea of important medical supplies is toilet paper look Mm -hmm. would you want to be caught in the in a place without bathrooms, without toilet paper? No, but I wouldn't call it a medical supply. It clearly wrapped up Ogreman's arm just fine. <sighs> that was dumb. It was obviously two-ply. <laughs> they, they made that joke in the dub, right? They must have. They must have. Um, purity. Um, translator's note, um, the crest of being the loudest. Um, is the quick answer that yeah the quick answer is being true to yourself for this crest 
but it's a lot more of that. It's the ability to face any situation and come out of it with your core self intact. Changed, but uncorrupted. Neither Mimi or Yoli wanted to fight, but by the... But by series end, they both knew that there were times they had to. And the interesting difference between how Mimi and Yoli portray their crest actually comes from their family life. Mimi is an only child, and Yoli grew up with a number of siblings. Um, Yoli tried to stand out in her family, and in some ways this trait is emphasized, but in some ways it is pushed aside. For example, they both had the hasty reaction to whine and cry, but in Yoli's... But in Yoli, it does come from the fact that she is upset, but also because it guarded the attention over her siblings. While Mimi did this, um, she was less dramatic because she didn't use it to compete with others. I don't know if I'd ever call Mimi less dramatic. <laughs> she gets she gets a little less dramatic by the end. But... I mean, but but she's still dramatic, and that's what makes her great. That's true. She's she's great, and I love her. Mimi Mimi is just best girl. Uh huh. She truly is. That's her crest. The crest yeah. of best girl. The and being the loudest. Yeah. Oh, but she does. She does not have the crest of fashion sense. Mm. No, Mimi does definitely not have that. You remember what she looked like in Adventure, right? Uh, yeah. No, I I remember. I I my one of my favorite moments of the season was when Serg came on and was just like uh, talking about their outfits and and made us realize that no, their fashion sense, all of them, is just objectively bad. Even for the time um, that it was in, it's terrible. No one wears a sleeveless turtleneck. <sighs> Fucking Matt. What is Takaru's hat about? TK's hats are always strange. I think it has a dragon ball in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of into that. I guess Hikari's fine. Although, cargo shorts? Really? I mean, but they become her arm sleeves in O2. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, enough said about Mimi. God. Joe's such a fucking prep, and I want to raise my middle fingers at him. Yeah. People are welcome for that reference. I don't remember it. It's fine. Okay. It's My Chemical Romance. Oh. Oh, sorry. I listened to good music. Yeah. I feel like that's a bad thing to say, because I, I have no taste in anything, but whatever. I feel like we've lost May. No, I'm still here. Oh. Okay. May is just listening to us argue about music. May's been that's eating true. M&M's. May's very happy. Ah. Um, oh, yeah. I was Did on... you bring enough for the rest of the class? I actually bought them for my flatmate, but uh, he was nice enough to share. Well, wasn't that sweet? And now I think he's cleaning his new piercing. Oh, he's doing something with liquid. And now he's a knife. <sighs> Maybe at the end of the semester I'll go get my ears pierced. That would look cool. There you go. I've never done that before. Just make sure you don't get a gun. Use a needle. Okay. I will have someone who knows what they're doing take me to a place that knows what they're doing. So basically you're going to a tattoo place. Yeah. No, no, make sure... It's good to go to a place that only does a special, uh, like, they they either do, like, they only ever do piercings or they only ever do tattoos. Those are the best ones. Uh, just look for a list of, like, um, APP uh, near you. Uh, because APP is, like, the 
piercing society, I think, and that they've proved places. So I think there's a list somewhere. All right. <laughs> this has been oddly informative for this show. This has been uh, going going needle a piercing recommendation podcast. Dig it. Um, um, hope. Speaking of hope, uh, yeah, hope is kind of okay. Go ahead. You got to make it a stretch, but he has to be everyone's last hope. So you're saying TK is Luke Skywalker? A little bit, yeah. Okay. The email says, particularly, uh, particularly from the heavy Christian symbolism. Yup. Um, Digimon associated with this crest have I have always thought of it more as a faith but given the paper thin disguise for public television also also makes sense um, yeah there's that combined with the literal definition of faith believing in something without evidence to support the belief the sit- and the situation in which TK Takaru first makes it glow despite having no reason to believe it'll work or not yeah alright I mean, the, the the Christian imagery is pretty obvious, but oh, for sure. But I feel like at that point he had to have known it was going to glow at some point because everybody else's did. I thought it was weird how little attention they they paid to that. It was such a big deal in the first thirteen episodes, and then at no point is he like worried about when his crest is going to glow. Who TK? Right. Yeah, TK's crest does glow. Um, in the no, no but he wasn't like. Yeah, but they mentioned him being the last one to evolve a lot in the first arc, and then after that, he's never worried about it. It does happen right at the end, but I just don't think he cares. He, yeah, he. On the other hand, he, he's got a champion who can just mm. stand one on one with Paimon. Yeah, like Angemon's pretty legit. Type advantages are OP. Yeah, and, and we know that because of the uh, Togemon and Monzemon episode and then the Lilymon versus Dark Tyranimon. Yeah, that was that that was a good fight. And they actually Lilymon include versus Tyranimon. Yeah, and they into it. they include uh type advantages like uh Monzemon was weaker to Togemon, but Dark Tyranimon was stronger to Togemon and needed to hit for him to evolve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. Mm. Um, all right, so we, we've talked about what... Oh, is this the end of the email? We have more of that. No, we we still have more to go. Okay, okay. Remember, I said it was a long email. You did. Um, we're on, we're on White, um, another ge- uh, generically named Crest, but shown to manifest a lot more in a, in a lot more consistent manner. An alternative name would be Optimism, as Kari, Kari is clearly an optimist, and not out of habit, but rather as a cold core part of who she is and and kind of why her character is bad I added that part uh, yeah she she is optimistic to a fault to the point where everybody is in front of her that's true especially in adve- in the in adventure here they tone that a lot down in in o2 but then she's left just kind of being bland Right. Um, the email continues. Inherent optimism 
like that is a deeply ingrained trait and often leads to severe depression when the desired expectations from people or situations are constantly not met. Cough, dark ocean, cough. <laughs> I added that part. Yeah. Um, and then I guess we'll, we're going to talk about O2 Crest 2 because it's in the email. Right. Um, kindness, without any examples of it in use and only a name to go off of, we can't say anything definite, but it's safe to say that it's a straightforward crest as well. Probably. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, miracles and Destiny. Um, much more unique as these aren't personality traits, but rather outside forces which power can be drawn. Um, these also don't seem to have physical crest, only the digimentals, metals, mentals, whatever, yeah. with a corresponding insignia that the other Digimon had to connect them with the represent with the representative crest. Um, Destiny is technically non-canon, but I like to believe since the lore of Digimon is glossed over so much, it's possible even more crests exist outside the spotlight of the story. Um, crests could exist for traits like honesty, strength, and more. Um, and then it concludes, also, if you don't mind, I have a question. I'd like to hear answered on the show. Guests included if they are present. So, May, that including may. you. <laughs> <laughs> there is a question that all three of us are supposed to answer. Oh, sorry, I, I, I missed that. I think it, um, the sound went a bit funny. Ah, okay. We are about to be asked a question about crests. Oh, yeah? And we should all three answer it. Okay. Yes. If you were given a crest, either one that exists in the show or a brand new one, what crest would it be, and why would it best fit you? Um, I always think it's purity. I mean, I have the, a crest of purity and a crest of love on my tattooed on me, but I always think it would be purity because of the whole like not saying, like saying things that I mean is like always something that like I want to be better at, and something I've struggled with in the past. Like I would say things that may not be true or were what the per- like, what I thought the person wanted to hear. But to me, purity is all about being genuine and being yourself, and that's something that I always tried to be better at, if that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm probably going to go with Quest of Love in the, you know, Sora interpretation. Just, I- I'm always everybody's mom. <laughs> team mom? Yep. Uh, team not not teen. I am yes. not a teen mom. No. Yes, just just specifying because it was asked last time by Cat. Hi, Cat. Oh, I have to answer this question. Fuck. Yep. I'm so bad about myself, though. Sporky, what's my crest? Hmm. Or can can I find a way to combine reliability and knowledge into one super mediocre character trait crest? I mean, at that point, you're just Cody. Yeah, yeah, I guess. He's a, good, he's a decent character. He doesn't get enough screen time. Um, yeah, reliability is good for you. Or kindness. You're like one of the nicest human beings on the planet. Aww. You are pretty nice. Huh. I never would have thought that. Huh. That is interesting to hear. I never would have thought that one. That means I get a worm mine, so I'm sold. Worm mine's good. Right. He becomes a common rider. I, I am 
I am he sad does. that we don't get to see a Stingmon crust evolve. Ooh. Is there a canonical digital evolution for Stingmon? I think there is. To the Digimon wiki. Um, in the card game, there is a canonical uh, Digi-Egg of Darkness, and I'm thinking it's like 60-40 that Mako just gets the Crest of Darkness. Oh, it's Jewel Digimon. Oh, I'm super into it. All right. Oh, I'm super into it. That's pretty sweet. Uh, not, not that I'm just like linking things right now. Obviously, I'm not going to edit this out. Definitely not. That's uh, not how we roll. I mean, sometimes I do, though. So who knows? That's true. Uh, anyway, oh, that's, a, that's a pretty good looking Stingmon. I know, right? It's a good Stingmon. And it's a B. Man, even better. If 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 there is a tribe of like robot insect Digimon, I am its lord and master. I'm calling it. It's mine for when we do cross wars. That is my cross war army. Alright. Um and then for Austin, it is reliability, because I want to be there for people when they need me. Yeah, that's fair. But then I can't read this foreign language thing at the bottom, and I don't want to I will it. So see what I can do. I can look very, very hard at the screen and squint. Okay. Uh... Oh, that is the wrong email. Oh, that's that's good. We're on top of it. Oh, okay. Uh, it's Dunkashin. Okay, yeah. I wasn't going to try. Okay, I was assuming that it was in Japanese because of, you know. Well, no, anything that's not English and even sometimes English, I'm going to ask. Fair enough. All right, well, that was a good email. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much. Um... What was I supposed to talk about after the email? I don't remember. Were you supposed to talk about something after the email? There was something I was going to talk about. And then I said, oh, wait, we should wait till we're done with the email. And now I don't remember what it was. Yeah, neither do I. It's going to be real fun to look at in post. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You could maybe edit this part of me being the world's most awkward person out. No. Good. Good. Thanks. You're welcome. So, adventure. Yeah. Um. They were Digimon. Yep. Mm-hmm. They were the champions. And the Digivolution yep. was up and coming. Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know what was coming? In fact, I did. Wow. I hear the Digi Destiny starts today. Well, you should let me hear you say... Digimon. Digimon. Nailed it. We we definitely just did that. Yep. Yeah, that's a thing. But I also hear the plot of the story was that seven young kids went to camp for the summer, <laughs> and they wound up living in a digital land. Where everybody gets their own Digimonster? A digital monster. Digital companion. A digital companion. A digital, digital friend. friend. Hey, and a Digimon. In training. Well, Digimon's a rookie. rookie. 
and Digivolve and Digivolve Champion, the champion and Ultimate, and Ultimate, Ultimate too. They're gonna save the digital world for me. They're gonna save the digital. They're world gonna save for the you. digital world for you. That's so nice of them. Everyone knows when things go wrong. <laughs> that's when the that's digital world is gonna get strong. It's gonna be strong. It's gonna be strong. I I think we maybe need to stop this now. Also, hey now, you're an all star, by the way. <laughs> Get your game on. Go play. Hey now. <laughs> all right, we're, we're no, we're we're done now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's up, superstar? I, so I think maybe that's a sign that we're done. <laughs> I, I blame you. I, I asked what we were going to do for this episode, and you're like, I don't know, talk about adventure. Oh, that was the thing I was going to ask in, during the email. Talk we, about we Digimon? May mentioned a uh, favorite episode. Uh, we should both name ours, and then I'd like to if if see if any of us has a least favorite episode. Well, my favorite's definitely playing games. Flower Power is the real best episode. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's close between Flower Power and playing games. Like, I constantly, like... I'm unsure which one's better. I think playing games, but like, I feel like I need to rewatch yeah. Flower Power again because it's a, it's also really strong. Uh, those two and Metal Greymon Solid are are <laughs> kind of the big top three. Yeah, um, the Metal Greymon episode's pretty good too. Yeah, um, but I'll probably give it to to Flower Power because Mimi needs better. Then I will also say Flower Power just so we have a uh, general consensus sort of thing. Okay. As for least favorite, I can't even remember what my least favorite would be. I'm pretty sure like there's a few early on which are just like, um, okay. There are definitely a lot of f- forgettable episodes. Um, I feel like a lot of the Is Kari the Digi Destin ones are just okay, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that, that whole section. I feel like the uh, Forget About It episode is uh, the one in the theme park with Patamon and yeah, TK. I think like that yeah. one's just that, that one's annoying, but I, I'm not sure if it's that the one's, worst. That one's definitely got a lot of yelling at the screen because people are being stupid. Yeah, like mm-hmm. no one just wants to talk. I guess because to be fair, TK's eight, but I know it's annoying. I'll need to look up I'm just gonna quickly uh Google an episode list because I'm sure there's one that's just like super obvious and not good, but everything's just sort of like it's either meh or it's okay or it's good. Um, yeah. Right. Well, I guess the birth of Greymon and Garurumon were basically the same episode, but character swapped. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, well, Ogamon in the box, box is a good episode, so we can't say that. <laughs> uh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I actually kind of like Joe trying and failing to be a leader. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Also, also, it brings up the whole uh, spectrum between hat and helmet. Mm. Oh, the Pokemon episode was annoying because, like, why would you trust these evil-ass-looking Digimon, you idiots? Plus, hey, remember when I said this was a Koromon village? Yeah. They're, uh, they're just gone because. Like, a lot of the episodes that I don't like, I don't like because they're and they've got, like, communication issues or just the kids being stupid. Uh, like, Wegurumon's diner was okay, but it was just annoying. Um, and what about Trash Day, though? That had Mimi being amazing, so I'm not even going to talk about that one as being a bad mm-hmm. episode. But it was it was mostly Matt talking to a tree. Yeah, but then it had Mimi holding it a piece of It was mostly evil tree. <sighs> but yeah, that, that episode was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, what, uh, pr- look, Princess Karaoke was a bad episode on the basis that it was a Mimi episode, but then... 
Taichi saves the day with Metal Greymon. I mean, but like that was some bullshit. But if Princess Karaoke's like eighteen minutes good and two minutes bad, yeah. Um, I think maybe the the most disappointing moment for me, at least, is them ending fifty three on a cliffhanger because we're gonna have the big fight. Yeah, they start fifty four with. A solid minute of evolution. And then the fight's, uh, like, just nothing. But the goodbyes are good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the goodbyes are fine. It's just, like, why did you do the cliffhanger for the fight that was only going to take up five minutes of your 20-minute story? Oh, I think I might know uh, what the, probably my worst episode is, um... Enter the Dark Masters, episode 40, when they just basically go back to the digital world and spend 20 minutes being beaten up by the Dark Masters just to establish that they're strong. Uh, I f- remember not liking that one because it was just the them being beaten by the Dark Masters for 20 minutes. That's, That's true. Seedramon, uh, Metal, uh, Metal Seedramon was kind of disappointing oh, that, too. Yeah. Yep. That whole episode where they're just getting chased. Yeah, he's like he has the worst episodes for him. That dark one, the yeah, yeah seasick and tired. I think, oh, man, that might it's be seasick and tired. Might be it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can tell okay. because I'm on the Wikipedia page that's a list of the episodes, and seasick and tired has like two sentences on one line, and everyone else has at <laughs> least like five lines. It's just like the right. kids manage to escape Metal Seedramon's minion Scorpiomon. They then try to escape it by the sea, but are immediately stopped by Metal Seedramon. That's the plot. Yeah. That's, that's what bad. happens. Yeah. Like, uh, even though it has like some Joe Mimi stuff, like, I think yeah. I think that might be just worst episode because it doesn't do mm. anything. Yeah. And I think the dub had some singing Garomon that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, the uh, I'm just a key. Yeah, that one. Oh, that's so good. I love that. Um, but yeah, that that was that was probably the most disappointing episode. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I would agree. Agreed. All right, we solved it. Do we have any other final thoughts on Digimon before I need to go drinking with my professor? Mimi's best girl. Um, Mimi is best girl. Yeah. Um. I really wish Adventure figured out or understood what its good parts were and spent more time on them instead of cramming them in weird, like, one-off sentences or or episodes. Yeah, because Digimon lore in Adventure is kind of amazing. Yeah, so, okay, what is that episode called? Where, Where it's just Digi lore dump. Oh, um, it's uh, uh, the Digi Past something. Uh, a, a, clue from the, a, clue from, no, a clue from the Digi Past or a Kentaromon the Protector. Yeah. Oh, no, that had Mimi um, and uh, Kosh- uh, Koshiro interacting, and then they yeah, Digimon's interacting episode. with each other. Like it had uh, Tentamon and Mimi talking and Koshiro and Palmon talking. Yeah, no, that was a good episode. Um, but the lore kind of came out of nowhere all at once. Um, but it's better than not the, having any. The lore. whole wall of fire <laughs> is nothing. No one knows what it really is. Uh, I mean, really, just everything about Apocalypse. True. Like, Apocalypse was kind of just. <sighs> Apocalypse was extremely rushed. It was just like Dark Masters are dead. Uh oh, wait, we have a, we have another villain. Actually, I he had... was the 
real villain. I have time. heard that he was actually foreshadowed, but I haven't actually read the post. I'll see, see if I can just get it up now. Yeah, because I don't. I mean, I would believe you if someone said that's true, but I don't remember any foreshadowing for him. I think not. It, not in the way that O2 does uh, Vamdemon. I think uh, maybe it was Adventure Hearts made a post about it a while ago. Oh no, it's. Uh, uh, I think it's. I think she posted about. Um, okay. Uh, I think I found it. Maybe. Okay. If it's in the show notes, we found it. Yeah, I think this is it. I'll just link it. Uh, Yes. Okay, I will definitely want to read this, but it is much too long to read on the air. Yeah. Um, So check it out in the show notes. That's going to be pretty cool. I mean, the Dark Masters were definitely teased, but not sure about Apocalypse. They don't even show Apocalypse in this in the images I'm scrolling through. I forget. Are the four holy beasts even mentioned this season? I don't think so. I think that's no. an yeah. old thing. And then yeah. the novels. Yeah, of course. In the novels, they did a much better job of that. Where data mound matters. Um. My other favorite part was the uh, the time in the dub where they kept on having the the Digimon evolution and they go Digimon, Digimon, yep. Digimon, yep, the best. <laughs> so good. Boy, um, that was something special. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that that might be everything then. Yeah, I can't think of anything else at the moment. Oh, what about the time that uh, there's some hiragana and it's called Digicode in the dub? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was amazing. In fairness, Digicode is a real thing. Mm. Also true. Also, man, I just I just learned the uh, the kanji for for letter and it's moji, and now why we call it emoji makes sense to me now. Oh, yeah. Because it's letter. Yep. I'm very smart. I'm learning the Japanese. They're letters that cut themselves. Hey-o. Jesus. Did did we want to do a Shen? Wait, no, that's mm. me. A Serg email? No, I, I think we're good. We did okay. an email. Email. That's I. That's true. I was just asking. Okay. All right. Um, we should do our admin stuff, and I'm gonna plug. Uh, Going charitable again. Yeah, plug, plug that thing. Oh, do we need a new name? Sure, why not? May. Oh man, I'm really unimaginative. Uh, fuck me. Um, <laughs> we could just be the fuck me. Yeah, where the Digimon. No, fuck me? we're not doing that. <laughs> okay. That's for Digimon After Dark. <laughs> God damn it. Spagami. That was just me putting our names together. Sort of. What now? Say that again. Spagami. Because it's like Sporky Sp- Garrett May. Did you Spagami? Spagami and Meatballs? I don't know. Spagami and Digi Spagami? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, just, it just has to have Digi in it once. That is the weird lore contract we are bound to. So we can't just be called Digi? Um, that technically sure. is valid. 
Um, the the Mimi fan club. Doesn't we'll have see a Digi, you. but I'm into it. Did, the, oh, yeah, I'm also the Mimi Digi fan club or the Digi Mimi fan club. I'm into uh, it. Or Digi, the Mimi fan club. <laughs> Perfect. Digi colon the Mimi fan club. Welcome to Going Mimi, a Mimi Mimi podcast. <laughs> I I'd run it. Where we just we watch all I, the Mimi episodes. We just did for a year, and then we just anal- uh, analyze the Mimi episodes and talk about which is the best Mimi episode. Flower power. I like Try Chapter Two. Yeah. Oh, and the lesbian episode of Zero Two. Oh uh, yeah, which one? The first one. So episode, I think it's episode <laughs> okay. six. Which one? There's so Zero Two's got a lot of lesbians in it. Like this, and the dub even makes it worse when um. When there's beautiful lights during the Hikari and y- uh, Yoli moment, and she says, "Oh, the lights are beautiful," and Yoli says, "Yeah, so are you." And I'm just like, "That's that's not heterosexual." <laughs> like, oh, thanks, show for making me ship twelve year olds. Yeah, but Zero Two yeah. is pretty gay. Like, it's great. Like the po- like cons of Zero Two. It's it's hot garbage. I, Pros I, of Zero Two. I, there are lesbians. I think Zero Two is maybe a big part of why every Digimon podcast has at least one queer person on it. Yeah, true. Just a thought. Everyone's um, a little bit gay for Mamie. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so admin stuff. Why don't you go ahead and take care of that, uh, Garrett? Uh, we're on the, the internets at goingdigitalpodcast.com where it's our site and you do site things. I don't know. We explain it every week. It doesn't yeah. change except there's new episodes there and you can do all the same things. You can add us at Going Digital Pod. You can add us at Going Digital Pod. You can also rate and review us on iTunes if you're really feeling um, charitable. It's true. And speaking, speaking of, of charitable. Char- yeah, oh, that's segue. That was pure and wonderful yeah. and wholesome. Uh, so Going Charitable is March 23rd to 26th. We are raising money for Trans Lifeline, their uh, crisis hotline for transgender and I suspect uh, other GLBT people, um, which is great. They do a lot of good work. And we would like to stream video games for 72 hours, ending with 24 hours or so of uh, us playing the fan-made sequel to Chrono Trigger, Flames of Eternity. And uh, May, at one point, there was there was maybe talk of you streaming a game, but I don't I, know I, I would love to. Uh, I have a capture card, so I can basically more or less stream anything. Uh, would, okay. I would like to potentially maybe stream... Um, the Digimon game on the Sega Saturn, maybe? Because, like, I don't, know, no, I don't think a lot of people have seen or played that. Um, There's a Digimon game on the Sega Saturn? Uh, there was yeah, everything was on the, the Sega Saturn. I believe it was actually the first Digimon console game. Uh, it was called Digimon World <laughs> S. It, maybe it came out after the first Digimon World. Um, Crazy. Okay. I, yeah, you got to do this now. Uh, I, I own um, it. I bought it in Japan with my Sega Saturn. Or maybe it was Sega Genesis. I know it's... Sega. Is it a cartridge or a CD? Uh, Sega CD. Well, Sega Saturn is a CD-based system. I think it was. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find it. This is a Tamagotchi sim. Okay, More or less, yeah. I'm really so. into this. In any event, um, we'll look into that off the air. 
or alternatively, if I am lazy and can't be bothered setting up my capture card, I'll probably just be doing Hacker's Memory or any PS4 game because of the inbuilt streaming stuff. Yeah, yeah, Fair. those are always nice. In any event, um, it come on out. It'll be a lot of fun, and we still have a few slots left if people want to volunteer. Also, probably helps that I'm in a different time zone. So, like, if you're if you ever just want to sleep, I can take over if you want. Yeah, yeah, we definitely, except for that twenty four hours when we torture ourselves for your amusement, uh, will not be awake for the entire thing. Yeah, so hopefully, maybe I, I can help out in those times where you don't want to die. Yeah, that would be nice. That sounds like I'm threatening. In the meantime, you. guys. I've had a really great time recording this special retrospective episode, and I hope we do it again real soon, probably in about a year. And until we do, listeners, I hope you'll join us. And keep your uh, digivice toward Takaru, and keep ignoring TK. Sounds hard to do both of those at the same time. I was just thought you were going to change everything with Mimi. <laughs> yeah. Keep your yeah. Mimi Mimi, and remember to Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> keep you, keep your digivice toward Mimi, and keep ignoring Takaru. Yeah, like so Hikari does. Yeah. Hey. What? No. In the, have you seen the latest uh, try image? It's just got Hikari looking lovingly at Patamon. <laughs> I mean, Patamon is maybe the biggest sell about dating TK. Yeah, he's got big <laughs> wings. Uh the Digivolution agrees that Mimi is best girl. That's a good one. Into it. Oh, May, did you want to plug your stuff? Oh, yeah. Um, I can be found uh, on my own Digimon podcast, Lost in Translation Mon. On our main show, we are watching all of Digimon, and we tra- we look at the translation between the English dub and the original. We find out the comparisons, and we just sort of see what was changed, what was removed. Uh, we're starting Cross Wars in a week, so that's exciting. And we're also covering Digimon Next with uh, somebody called Sporky and Sam from the Modern World. Who that could be? Yeah, so so that's the thing. She sounds cool, though. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> but So that's basically what we're doing. And yes, Cross Wars, excited for Cross Wars, very much so. Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah, Cross right. Wars was, was good. I liked it. Until a lot of the third didn't. season. I didn't, I didn't mind the third season. Yeah, fair enough. Good night, everybody. See ya. Bye. Good time. Okay. And stop. Hey, uh, post potion Garrett again. Um, like like the intro, but not. Um, so Sporky made me do this. Um, because she is too lazy and or busy to do this. So now I was asked to do it. And uh, I get to say whatever I want about her now, because this is in post. And, uh, yeah, she's a wonderful lady and a good co-host. Oh, wait, there's a thing I was doing. It's, it's Nick's birthday today, I think, when this comes out. It's Nick's birthday. Happy birthday, Nick. That's what I was supposed to do. Nick, Nicholas, Nick. Some other name that is neither nick or nicholas but has the same sort of thing uh happy birthday and stuff yeah cool nailed it